Tell me about your immediate family prior to pregnancy loss. Um, my immediate family was my husband, who's my college sweetheart. We met at Texas Tech. Um, oh my gosh, it's been 21 years. Um, at the time, it had been close to 20 years. And my son, Cameron, who was, I want to say three at the time. How'd you find out you were pregnant? Um, I had a funny feeling and suspected that I might be pregnant. And um, on Christmas Day, for the first pregnancy loss, um, I decided to go ahead and take a pregnancy test. And sure enough, it came back positive. And um, my husband was still asleep, but you know, I woke him up and I said, Merry Christmas, we're having another kid. How'd you tell your son? Um, we didn't tell our son yet. Uh, I just wanted to be you know, safe about knowing that, hey, this is gonna be okay. Did you tell anybody? Um, we did tell our parents um, after the after the between the eighth and the ninth week for the, for the first pregnancy. Um, with the second pregnancy, um, we thought we were much further along. Um, went by the time I found out, um, I switched healthcare. Um, I left Obamacare, and we were waiting to. Um, put my, myself on um, or add me to my husband's child care health care and so I ended up having to go to a clinic and they told me there that I was 12 weeks along which really wasn't the case once we um, eventually found out um, that I wasn't going to have that child so but yes both sets of parents were told both times um, both sets of parents were extremely happy again and um, you know, we didn't chatter much around my son, but you know, we talked about it often whenever um, we had the chance. Did you know something was wrong? Yes, for both pregnancy losses, I did know that something was wrong. Um, <laughs> it was almost like deja vu with the second one, but uh, with the first one, I was at home working, just sitting at my computer desk, typing away. And all of a sudden, I felt like a tug on my heart. Well, that felt weird. But, you know, I didn't think anything of it and it kept working. And then all of a sudden, I got up and I noticed that I was spotting. And so I went to the restroom and um, just this blood just started pouring. And so, you know, of course, I'm panicking at this point. And I called my husband. I told him, hey, I'm spotting. I, I don't know what's going on here. And he was like, well, call the doctor and so you know I called the doctor couldn't get an answer so um, I went to the you know the clinic that was nearby and um, you know I'm just sitting in the waiting room um, you know waiting hoping praying that everything was okay um, and my husband told me he would meet me up at, at the place where um, I ended up at and um, you know, they brought me in and um, the doctor came in. She, you know, checked me out and she um, did the ultrasound and she said, there's not a heartbeat. And I remember looking at the screen when she said that and at my baby who was without a heartbeat anymore. And it was just, it was just the end for me. I, you know, I felt a little bit numb at that point, but, um, 
you know, she said a bunch of other things that sounded like blah, 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 blah to me after she said heartbeat, right? And then as I'm walking out and my husband's there and I see him, I immediately began to cry. And, you know, we both just had that moment. Um, and he had my son in the car. Uh, we both had separate cars at the time because, you know, I got there first and he followed up. Um, I just remember just feeling so helpless and sitting in the parking lot just bawling because, you know, this is never the way you expect a pregnancy to end for you. You always think the happy path. Nobody talks about the sad, sad path, right? So, um, you know, you never think that that's going to be you. You're just at a, a loss thinking, how how the heck did I end up here? Like, this wasn't, this wasn't a part of the plan. And so it was just a long <laughs> moment of silence and wailing and crying because it was just a state of shock. I, I couldn't believe that this is where we were with this. Um, even with uh, the second pregnancy loss, um, a few months later, I got pregnant again. And, you know, it was the same uh, situation. I must stay, I work from home. And so, you know, I'm you know, doing my thing, I'm working. And uh, I get up again, and sure enough, I'm spotting again, and I'm like, hey, this is, I've got spotting again. And so I go to the clinic again, and this time they tell me, um, they, when they do the ultrasound, that, you know, they, they don't really hear anything or see much, and like the structures aren't totally formed. And they asked me how far along I was, I was like, well, I'm around 12 weeks and they were like well no this doesn't look like 12 weeks um, and it doesn't look like everything properly formed um, because we don't see the normal structures at you know that point in time um, so um, they confirmed that you know there wasn't much of a baby there um, but that you know it would have to flow through the same type of discharge um, that the first one did. Um, oh, and the first one, by the way, was very traumatic because I didn't know what to expect, right? Nobody knows what to expect or how you go from having a baby to no longer having a baby. So the doctor gave me two options. She said, you know, you can either have a DNC at the hospital or you could just go home and, you know, pass it naturally. Um, the emotional experience is some heavy bleeding and you'll be fine. So, you know, the going home option seemed great to me because I didn't feel like going anywhere else, right? Um, and it didn't seem like it would be extremely hard for anyone, more than, you know, comparable to menstrual bleeding. So um, that's what I did. I, I went home, um, you know, got up the next morning, started going to work. Um, I actually had to meet a client um, at their facility and so I went there you know had the consultation did all of those things and you know as it was time to go pick up my son I just started like a lot of blood started falling like it was a lot it was more than a heavy period it was clotting it was just a lot and so you know I excused myself and I left I, I told myself okay I can make it to go get my son and go home and let this pass right so I, I go to get my son 
and um, I picked him up successfully, but as I'm leaving the parking lot, I am starting to feel very lightheaded and woozy. And um, so I turned into, I exited the, the school's parking lot and then immediately turned into a, rest, a restaurant parking lot. And um, I remember kind of blacking out for a moment and then coming back to, um, I called my husband and he was like, well, call 911, call 911 and I'll meet you wherever or at the closest hospital where you were. And fortunately, after calling 911, I was like right next to a fire department. They came and uh, along with an ambulance and they took me to the nearest hospital, which had fortunately happened to be like five minutes away. And um, I was admitted there um, low on all kinds of fluids. And um, I'm just thankful that, you know, my husband decided to say, hey, go go get help because my plan was to go home and just ride this out and who knows where I would have been. After your losses, when did you realize you needed help? Um, after the first loss, I just, you know, because we didn't tell a lot of people outside of our immediate family, I just decided, hey, I'm just going to put my head down, go to work, continue doing what I'm doing. Um, I was, you know, slightly sad, but I didn't feel like it was anything that I couldn't handle. But that second loss, because, you know, that one we actually tried for, and I just, it hit me in a different way, absolutely and totally, in a way where um, I just, I would find myself lying in bed and just feel the tears flowing because, you know, I didn't know how to deal with this. Um, I, after that second pregnancy, you know, I was also told you're infertile. Um, and that just kind of leaves you at a place where, well, wow, I'm not, I'm not good enough to have a kid anymore. What's happening here? Um, after the first pregnancy, I did seek some therapy, um, through a recommended person. And, you know, that first, those few, first few sessions did help, um, a lot with me being able to express my emotions about what happened. I did bring my husband with me to those sessions um, and we both got to hear, you know, both sides of what happened during that loss. And um, it did help our bond because, you know, we realized how much we were there for each other. Um, but, you know, after those first few sessions, it, it just didn't really help much more. So we stopped and then, um, I knew that after the second one that I was spiraling into depression and that type of therapy that we were doing before was not going to help this time. Um, by this time I'd reached out to um, my friend Jessica and I, I said, hey, we need to, you know, make this type of loss more aware. And so we started doing research about, you know, what's currently out there to help. And so um, she gave me this list. Um, that she was given at the hospital of support groups and um, I said, okay, well, I'll go check one of these out for research purposes just so we can figure out how we're going to help people. And um, that support group changed my life. I met so many different people that were in my same situation um, and um, they had different stories, but they experienced the same thing, a loss of a child. And um, it was just comforting to be able to talk to them 
because they knew what it was like to go through that versus someone who's just, you know, empathetic for you or, you know, because they're your friend, they're going to listen. Um, I had a great group of supportive friends though, to the people that I did open up to. And I'm truly thankful for that. Right. But it, it just didn't strike them the same way that telling someone who's gone through this and walked through that path of a similar timeline, you know, with the recent loss did. And so it was just so helpful to um, experience that small group setting at, at Bo's place um, where we made um, connections and bonds that are still going on outside of that seven week period. And um, I'm just truly thankful for that experience. What items did you bring today? Um, I brought two things. So um, I'm an introvert and when I've lost my first baby, I, you know, nobody knew that I was pregnant outside my immediate family and a couple of friends that I told, right? So I'm not going to go around sharing my story of one, hey, I was pregnant. Oh, and by the way, I lost the baby. So I, I just journaled and, you know, I talked to my baby and, um, you know, I, I saved the sonograms and, you know, I told them about, you know, what they meant to us. And um, then when I had the Bo's Place experience, um, we made um, a keepsake and a memory box that um, I still have with me. And I, you know, I sit it on myself and pull it down every now and again to reflect on things. But um, some of the items in here are, you know, pictures of the rest of my support group, things that make me smile. Um, the picture of our last session uh, that day at Bo's place. And then, um, you know, when I got pregnant again, um, my friend Jessica was also pregnant at the same time. And, you know, getting her her um, pregnancy announcement and the, and the thank you cards. And, um, you know, my friend Emily also had another child. And... I, I, you know, I just put happy moments in here um, just to, you know, remind me that I'm surrounded by people that truly care for me and truly, um, you know, support the journey that I, we, we're going on post-pregnancy loss. And so um, there are happy things in here as well as some of the things that we, you know, we did in the sessions that I just, you know, open every now and again and, and take a look at, just to remember. What's one piece of advice you would give to somebody who just experienced this type of loss? Um, just know that you are not alone in this. Pregnancy loss is more common than um, you think. Um, and it's, really unfortunate that you don't find about out about a community of other women that have gone through it of resources that can help you should you experience this until it actually happens to you because you're 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 thinking hey this isn't happening to anyone else I'm a, you're suffering silently because you don't know how to express what it is that you're going through so just know that you're not alone in this um, there are people there to help you. Missing Pieces Support Group wants to help you when you're ready. And, um, you know, if you know someone that's going through this, let them know. 
you're not alone.